His Morning Crew with Rob, Allison, and Jim. You have heard possibly about this young teenage girl, Cheyenne, and her journey. Yeah, she's just 16. Cheyenne came down with the flu, was hospitalized for complications. I mean, it's amazing because what started as the flu has escalated, causing damage to her heart and lungs, and she's still hospitalized at MUSC. You hear Brian Sumner during the middle of the day here at his radio, possibly during the lunch hour when you're out and about. Right now, Brian Sumner is connected up with us. He is at Cheyenne's prayer vigil right now. Brian, I'm so glad that you're there, and I know you have Robin with you right now. Yeah, Rob, I do. And I guess I was just so touched when I got the picture from uh, Cheyenne's mom, Tina, a few weeks ago. And she texted in a picture to us and showed Cheyenne with her earbuds in listening to his radio as she was uh, in intensive care and in a coma. But Robin Cresco, uh, you know Cheyenne, you know Tina. You said Cheyenne's like a, a daughter to you. Right. She and my daughter spend a lot of time together. Cheyenne's at our house a lot. And they've been friends, what, since eighth grade? Yes. Yeah. So the flu, it starts out as the flu, and I, this just had to be so shocking for, for Tina and the family and, and you guys as well. Absolutely. Tina texted and um, said Cheyenne didn't feel good and asked me to pray that it wasn't the flu. And um, the next text I got from her was, we're on the way to the emergency room. Please pray. All right. So the reason we've got this prayer vigil going on is uh, this week things were looking great. We even kind of thought Cheyenne maybe was making some great moves and out of the woods, and then she had a setback. She did. Um, early yesterday morning, I got a text from Cheyenne's mom, Tina, that um, they had called her over to the hospital, and she was very, very ill. And so they've had to—she's taken a few steps back. And, but we still trust God, and we know this was not a surprise to him, and we know that he's with her, and that's why we're having this prayer vigil this morning, because we just really, really need and want people to pray for Cheyenne for strength to get back to where she was and even beyond. That's right, and we want to pray for Tina and Jeff, her parents absolutely, as well. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, now you got to visit with the family a couple of weeks ago? Yes, yes. Yeah. Went down to Charleston just to spend some time with them and visit with Cheyenne for a few minutes. She didn't know I was there. But, but we talked to her anyway. Robin, thank you so much. We want you guys to be praying. We're this community. Tell us how this Greer community's come together around praying for Cheyenne and just lifting this family up. It's been overwhelming. It's just been phenomenal. Um, the response has been just a blessing to the family and to our friends and everybody's rallied around and done everything that they can to help this family. Well, we believe in the power of prayer. God says in the Bible where two or three are gathered, he's there in the midst. So we're going to pray at 745 or so this morning. We have no idea how many people are going to show up, but there's two of us at least here. And I know there's some more, so we're going to pray. There's also a Facebook page people can follow to get updates on Cheyenne, right? Right. It's called Shine on Shy, spelled C-H-E-Y, just the first part of Cheyenne name and we keep that updated with events and prayer requests and uh, Tina um, Cheyenne's mom's updates and we keep everything posted right there so people can stay up to date. All right. We are just looking forward to the day where Cheyenne's going to join us to uh, be talking on his radio to share this incredible story. But Rob, that's what's happening. The prayer vigil 745 till about 815 uh, this morning right across from Greer Middle School as we're praying for Cheyenne for a complete, complete recovery. Yeah. Thank you, Brian. And and uh, I noticed that uh, Robin's wearing a shirt that says exactly what that Facebook page is all about. Shine on and the hashtag shine on Shay. We would love for you to help encourage the family as well. Absolutely. You can text the word card 
to 800-447-7234, and we'll tell you exactly how you can send a card directly to the family. I was thinking about this song as I was hearing about Cheyenne this morning and the journey, and this song says, it's not over yet. We're all praying together. It's for King and Country on his radio. It's up inside your head. You got a voice that sounds. with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Trying to control all the details of your world is exhausting, and for good reason. Only God has the power to see and know everything. But we forget, and before long, we're back at it, running too fast, working too many hours, and trying to control everyone and everything around us. What are you going to do when you run out of gas? Stare at the gauge? Blame your upbringing? Deny the problem? It never works. To avoid suffering from a fuel-less faith, you need to fill yourself with some high-test fuel like what we find in Philippians 3.10. I want to know Christ, yes, to know the power of his resurrection and participation in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death. That's from Max Lucado's book, Trade Your Cares from, from, for Calm. And we've been going through this book all week long. This is the last day we'll be diving into it. And it's your last chance to win a copy of this book. It's on our Facebook page, as a matter of fact. You will see it right there. Share with us something you're anxious and struggling through so that we can pray for each other. And when you take a look at some of the posts that people are putting on what they're going through, I think you can kind of comprehend that you're not alone in what you're going through. And we can pray for each other together. Plus, you'll have an opportunity to win that book from Max Licato. It's on the Facebook page, and we'll link you there through hisradio.com. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. We have our pink bracelets on this morning in honor of Cheyenne. She is going through such a journey right now, and you may have heard about her journey. Yeah, Cheyenne Vandergriff came down with the flu. She was hospitalized. It's just crazy to think about how it started out as the flu and then escalated to something that caused damage to her heart and lungs, and she's still hospitalized right now at MUSC. At 7.30 this morning, we checked in with Brian Sumner, who was attending the prayer vigil of Cheyenne. Brian's here with us now. How did that go this morning? Oh, it was so incredible, Rob. What, what was amazing, there was uh, adults there, there were some teachers there, there was high school students from Greer High School and then Greer Middle School as well as even some elementary school students. But it was it was a time of worship, and then we gathered around kind of the flagpole, and everybody gathered hands and, and just started praying as whoever wanted to pray had an opportunity to, to pray and something that struck me several as they were praying they were going you know I've I don't know Cheyenne but I can't wait to see Cheyenne and meet Cheyenne and this young lady uh, in the hospitals have her, her life's having such an impact on so many people and it's just bringing this community community together they just uh, love this young lady and they love her family and they just wanted to cover her in prayer this morning boy and did people show up yeah. that was amazing to see yeah you know, early morning it's uh, it's a chilly morning this morning, and but everybody was there, and uh, and uh, most of all, God was there in the in the midst, and it was just an incredible time of prayer for Cheyenne and for Tina, her mom, and Jeff, uh, her dad.
dad and and we're just waiting to i can't wait till the uh we have her on the air with us on his radio to share her incredible story because she's listening to us with earbuds now mm-hmm. in her ears yeah been doing that since she got to the hospital i remember they texted you yeah they texted a picture one afternoon i, I mean i was right in the middle of the uh the midday show and that picture just stopped me in my tracks and i'm like oh my gosh you know and and i know we have the, you know various prayer times throughout the day but i said i, I just felt like god was saying we need to pray for her so we we prayed for her that afternoon and and um i don't know i've just have felt a connection to her and her story and and i'm you know like i said it was a miracle that it, that's still happening in the process of happening there was a setback this week but we're just we just can't wait to see what the uh, the end story is going to be yeah there's incredible impact a lot of insta stories right now and i noticed on one of the insta stories that his radio insta story that, that somebody even brought a guitar so you guys are like doing praise and worship yeah out there. a guy did a couple of songs uh looked like a high school student probably did a couple of songs did the reckless love the new song we're playing on his radio and just uh, it was a time of worship and then it right in, went into a time of prayer and then uh, everybody went off to work and school and, and whatever but it was an incredible time this morning and I'm sure so inspiring for the family. I know yeah. Tina's faith has really inspired me, but I know mm-hmm. this must mean so much to them. Yes. Several people mentioned that. They said that, uh, man, we're seeing Tina's post in her faith, and it's uh, even increasing our faith as well. So incredible impact. Continue to pray for Cheyenne and her family. Mornings with his morning crew. You know, it's okay to pray. I don't know about you, but when there is a time of need, there was a time that I thought, can I really bring my own need to God? Because there's a difference between a need and a want, you know? So I learned it really is okay to pray. And our encouraging word today in Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 16 says it like this. So let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. There we will receive his mercy and we will find grace to to help us when we need it most. That's Hebrews 4, 16, our hashtag encouraging word. than just pretty voices. Any other Full House fans out there? Oh. Yeah. Just Rob. <laughs> I, can see the, I can see the car driving through the, wasn't it like the bridge? Yeah. Is that it? Okay. Yes. Oh, good. The milkman, the paper boy. Evening TV. Oh, okay, no. I'll stop. <laughs> he knows the theme song word for word. Oh, my. Uh, one of my pastors, you guys, looks like Uncle Joey. Like, exactly. And I even went up to him. I'm like, who Who do people say your celebrity lookalike is? He's like, I don't really have one. I'm like, yes, you do. You're Uncle Joey. And I'm like, say, cut it out. But he wouldn't do it. Um, but, of course, if you watch the show, all the ladies loved Uncle Jesse. When you're a baby, you're bald. That's right. And <laughs> so when you get old, again, boom, bald. <laughs> that magic in between time. That's the important time, guys. That's when you got to grow your hair, nurture it with the proper accoutrements, and then flunt it. <laughs> John Stamos played Uncle Jesse, and no one is a bigger fan than Anna Sumpter. She's 15. She lives in Lenore, North Carolina with her grandma. She has cerebral palsy, so when Make-A-Wish asked her what her dream was she knew right away they said what what would you like to do what's your wish what's the thing that you want to do the most and 
I want to meet John Stamos. <laughs> yep, she knew. She didn't miss a beat. So they flew Anna to Florida to meet John Stamos at a Beach Boys concert. I don't know if you guys know this, but he's a very talented musician, and he plays with the Beach Boys. No, I didn't know that at all. Yeah, so John brought Anna on stage as they performed in front of thousands of people. He signed all of her memorabilia. She got to hug him. She even got a kiss on the cheek. <laughs> and back home, Anna said, I want it to happen again. Oh, how sweet. I know. Awesome. Was, was I her second choice? I'm sure, yes. Yeah. From John Stamos to John, Jim Mann. Yeah. His morning crew. The Hallsville High School Bells, which is the dance team there at the high school, did a dance routine in cow costumes. Huh? Okay. You know, you've seen the high school dance teams where they're like, you do these little routines during a game or something like that. I don't know. Why are you looking at Rob? Wouldn't you look at me? I used to be on a dance team. Well, I don't think you already know, so I'm explaining. <laughs> oh, okay. Him. That's why. I, I just thought that was interesting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, Rob. But I'm being left out of this conversation. Plus, Rob wears cow outfits a lot. Right? Oh, sure. Yeah. Yes. Well, this is like 50. I think there's like 50 on this dance team. As you well know, Allison, being a <laughs> former dancer on the high school dance team. My wife was, too, I think, in high school. I was a rhythmette. Whoa, did you wear a cow outfit? No. Okay, that's why this is so unusual. And of course, it's a Chick-fil-A cow. It's better cow, better uh. cow outfit to wear. They have little Chick-fil-A signs in the background and everything, but it's kind of fun. You know, it's uh, all these different songs, like uh, Tim Hawkins, uh, he does that little uh, Chick-fil-A song, which we all just laugh at. <laughs> they were dancing to that, and then just a ray of Morning crew. Does everyone here know what a landline is? Yeah. <laughs> I bet there are people that don't know. I don't think my kids know. My really? younger kids, yeah. Yeah, so obviously you don't have one. No. Well, 56% of Americans can remember their childhood home numbers, which I thought was interesting. I don't remember mine. You don't remember yours? No, you do? I do, yep. Jim? Can I say it? Of course. <laughs> Jim, he says, of course. Well, and you're, that's really impressive because yours was a long time ago. <laughs> it was just two digits. <laughs> Back then? Yeah, I was 14. You didn't have to think of a phone number. You just called an operator. <laughs> uh. Well, there is one number everyone remembers. What number would that be? <laughs> oh, hold on. From a little ditty. Yeah. Oh, I That's your number? I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> that one sticks in your brain, but okay, so I remember my number, so I thought it might be fun to try to call it. For real? Yeah. What, Wouldn't it be so cool what, to like see it? who answers? Well, just hand it to what me. You okay. Wish your mom up. All right, here you go. All right. And maybe I know this person, or maybe they know, remember my family, because I'm from a fairly small town. It's Sioux City, Iowa. There's only three phones there. Okay. I'm so excited. I hope it doesn't go to like.
I can answer It is an hour this. earlier there. Oops, I just remembered that. <laughs> so we're, what? what was that? It's like answer. taking forever for this. They're on the cornfields. You think? Well, you guys, it's 642 there. Oh, that's true. We're, We're sorry. You have reached a number that has been disconnected or is no longer in service. Oh, so if you feel you have reached this recording in error, please check the number and try your call again. I had to retire my number. You didn't pay the bill. <laughs> well, who else could have that number outside of the storm? Yeah, there you go. In Iowa. <laughs> Jim, you said you remember your number? Yeah, of course. Should we try See, it? You know what? Okay, that's it. Mornings with his morning crew. Probably started something. <laughs> Landline day. I never thought that we would be celebrating this. I know. That's the phone number we will never forget. And we love Jenny and her phone number. But did you know 56% of Americans even remember their childhood home numbers? Okay, I don't. We called Allie's and it was disconnected. I know. It's so sad. Jim gave me the phone number of his old one. And I'll never forget it. I have it tattooed on my arm. Just, yeah. just in case he does you ever not, get lost. Just, just get that image out of your mind. Jim has no <laughs> tattoos. That's right. If he would, it... Never mind. Okay. Uh, got that anchor on my forearm. Well, here we go. We're going to call it. Okay. Now, let's say that I think Allie's was disconnected because she was from a small town. Yeah. You can't repeat numbers in a small town. But he's from Boston. Jim is. Baltimore. So it's got... Somebody's got to be on this. Let's see. Hey, who's this? Who's this? Well, it's Rob, Allison, and Jim at his radio. And since today is National Landline Day, we're calling our childhood homes and our producer, Jim Mann. Well, this number is his childhood home. Who is it? Uh, it's me. My name is Jim Mann. You're not my dad, are you? Um, I can be. Are you in Baltimore? Yeah. Wow. What's your name? I don't know, but at work right now. Oh. And we're getting right, uh, we're in the process of partitioning a check for $26 million that can't be. Oh, my <laughs> word. That, well. is, that is my old number. <laughs> All right. Before I put my signature on this check, I have to get off the phone here. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for answering. Oh, he's gone. <laughs> Wow! How much money was that check for? What, Twenty-six million. Twenty-six million. Does he have my address? How can he go there to send it to me? Where did you live? Uh, that was a nice area. Evidently. Wow. <laughs> well, oh, that's so interesting. Uh, I'm jealous. His morning crew. Happy landline day! Yay! Oh, I started thinking it. about calling our childhood homes on landline day because most people, well, half of people, remember them in our country. Yeah, fifty-six percent of people. Including Jim and I, we both remembered our childhood phone numbers. My brain is fried. I don't even remember mine. <laughs> Holly texted us pretty hilarious. She says she remembers her number and even her best friend's home number. She grew up in New York, now lives in North Carolina. And then we heard from uh, Janet. She says, when you have to explain to your 15-year-old what a landline is, because <laughs> they have no idea. It's true. <laughs> I have a 16-year-old and a 9-year-old. They don't know what a landline is. What's that, Dad? Okay, how about you? Do you even remember your home child or childhood phone number when you were growing up? 800-447-7234. I think Sissy does. What's your story, Sissy? I do remember my childhood phone number, but you can't call it anymore. Why? Because it was when you had to go through an operator. My number was 608R, the letter R, 2. I've never yeah. heard of that. Yeah, you have to explain that to Allie. She's not from that generation. <laughs> well, that was 
you know, you used to pick up the phone and you had to dial the operator and you would give them your number and they would connect it. And also, it was a party line. We had four or five families on the same line. So, like, one ring would be one house, two rings was the house I lived in. And we had that up until uh, the middle 70s. Where'd you grow yeah, up? It, I grew up in Louisiana. Well, I guess having other people it, listening keeps you accountable. Yeah, for real accountable. I wonder what kind of story you can share from the party line. Uh, I was at college. My brother and I were at college. And we were trying to call our parents, you know, that day just to you know, let them know we were coming home for the weekend. And we've been trying to call them. And nobody would answer. And finally, after several attempts, one of our neighbors picked up the phone, you know, because like I said, it was a party line, and they heard the phone ringing, and they picked it up and told us that the house had burned down. Mm. Our parents were fine. Everybody was fine, but the house had burned down. So, uh, yeah, so we made a a very quick trip home to check on them and everything, but that was one of the, about the strangest things that happened when we had the party line. Oh, my word, sissy. I'm glad everybody was okay. Yeah, wow. I don't know what to say on that. (laughs) I'm just glad you're okay. Rob, Allison, and Jim. It's Landline Day. Isn't that wonderful? (laughs) So we thought, since about half of us remember our childhood home phone numbers, that we'd give it a whirl. Called Allie's Disconnected. We called Jim's. Jim's had a millionaire on the other end of it writing a $26 million check, go figure. Uh Uh-huh. I don't even remember mine. But a lot of people do at 800-447-7234. We've got a text from Jeannie. He says, I'm 73 and I remember mine, my grandpa's, and, and uncle's. My grandpa had one of the first landlines in his town. Cool. Yeah. Beth has been having fun with this. She said, because of your broadcast, I just called my number from 50 years ago. No. It was no longer in service. I was so ready to talk to the person <laughs> on the other end. And then she even called her best friend's number, and it was uh, disconnected, too. She says, we're 50 years old this year we had those rotary dial phones mm-hmm. and then in high school moved up to the world in the world with push button phones Ooh, mm. fancy fancy <laughs> okay Lori is along with us what do you say Lori actually my childhood number is still my parents phone number oh they so have it. we call it you'll be calling mom and dad huh well no, my dad passed away but my mom is probably at work but my brother is there oh really can we call Yeah. Can we call him? Absolutely. Okay, so the, the number won't go on the air, but what is it? Go ahead and tell me. Okay. Let's go ahead and just, let's just, just try him. Let's see what happens here. Okay. And when he picks up Lori, just start talking to him. Okay. So exciting. I hope he's home. Please. Hello. Hey, what's up? What are you calling from a radio number? No. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted you to be on the radio because you're so famous. Oh, you might as well tell him what today is, Lori. Today is National uh, Home Phone Line Number yeah, Day. Landline Day. <laughs> landline Day. And I was like, hey, my landline is still active and going for the last 40 years. Now, Lori, what's your brother's name? Jeremy. Jeremy? Bring up the dirt on your sister here. Go ahead. Tell a story. Look, I'm not going to go there. That's, that's not <laughs> See, look at He's Lori. He's a smart man. He's a good brother. Yeah. His morning crew. I hope you're enjoying today. <laughs> it's such a beautiful day to celebrate 
Landline Day. We usually don't celebrate days, but this is like a special occasion today. Well, right? it's just so interesting because not many of us have landlines anymore, but we certainly remember having them, and a lot of us still remember our childhood landline number. Stacy texted, this is making me giggle, my childhood number was one off from the funeral home. We had fun with that when people called asking funeral questions. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> How about you at 800-447-7234? The call and texts are coming in. We also have one from Donna. My childhood phone number is still my parents' number. Ironically, I still remember my childhood best friend's number as well. I, I forget names, but uh, not the numbers. She can't remember her friend's name. But, <laughs> but she remembers her, her phone number. <laughs> oh That's funny. We should call it. Yeah. <laughs> What's your name? What's your name? What's your name? Get, Did you know get Donna? You. Oh, that's funny. Okay, so here's Callie. How about you, Callie? I can definitely remember my childhood number, but it was so hilarious. I started laughing, just crazy laughing in the car here, because as soon as Allison flipped on the song, eight, six, seven, five, you know, uh-huh. so when we switched to cell phones, my father... His last digits are 8679, so the only person that I could remember a phone number for when I was younger when we switched to cell phones was my dad. That's funny. That song would stick in my head. Oh, it's a great song. It really helps you memorize that phone number. We'll never forget Jenny's number. I was like, oh my gosh, that's so funny. I got to show you. <laughs> Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. About the, um, <laughs> this little seat that's in the bathroom called a toilet. Yes, that's the one, Rob. Thank you. Uh, this is a smart toilet. Why are they making everything smart now? I don't know. I feel like we're getting dumber or something, <laughs> so they need to make everything smarter. But when you walk up to it, it opens. When you walk away, it closes. That's kind of a cool feature. Yeah, that right there you saves you a lot. Yeah, it saves a lot of time. And after you, you know, you do what you need to do. Uh, <laughs> It's got this little this little wand that comes out in the bowl that will clean whatever needs to be cleaned. What? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it, it's got it's got uh, a dryer That's that will. Weird. You're what? on the verge of getting really gross here, dry, a dryer. Dryer that dries what was just cleaned. Jim, I'm blushing. This Hang is on. enough. That's enough, dude. <laughs> you're going too far. Seat. Heated seat. That's cool. Okay. Heated For seat. a cold day. Okay, mm-hmm. but. You and, know, and it, <laughs> did I say? I did not mean to say that. Well, okay, and, it, <laughs> and then it cleans the bowl with with ionized water, and ultraviolet light uh, breaks down. Whatever. Okay. Whatever. There. You're getting gross so again. So I no longer have to clean my toilet. Exactly. And it, or anything it's else, <laughs> evidently. <laughs> it's or my toilet paper. It's telling. Yeah, you. and it's got a deodorizer in there, so it's just fantastic.